One of the practices that keeps me consistent and successful as a DIY decor content creator is creating a content calendar. If you've ever wondered how to make one, I'm sharing all of my calendar tips in today's podcast. My name is Christina Dennis, and I've been a DIY decor content creator since 2009. What started as a passion for transforming drab spaces into vibrant havens has now turned into something bigger, something life-changing. I'm supporting our entire family with the income from the DIY Mommy blog, YouTube channel, and social media platforms. But it didn't happen overnight. It took countless hours of brainstorming, creating, and sharing content about what I love the most, budget-friendly DIY decor and home improvement projects. Now I'm ready to share all of my secrets, tips, and strategies that helped me turn my passion for DIY decor into a full-time career supporting my family along the way. Are you ready to transform your hobby into a successful career? Welcome to the Six Figure Creator Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Six Figure Creator Podcast. It's been a while. I have not released a podcast episode since October, I think, and I'm so sorry to leave you hanging. Here is what happened. When October hit, I realized that I was approaching the busy month with my main blog and YouTube channel, The DIY Mummy. November is always historically the busiest month of the whole year for me. It's just based on how many people view my um, YouTube channel and blogs, etc. So I always have to work really hard and do three to five blog posts a week, all of that kind of thing. Uh, so I just had to focus on that. And unfortunately, the podcast had to fall by the wayside while I worked on my main blog. So with that being said, I think I've worked on a lot of, of goals and intentions for this new year, and I think what's going to work best for me is publishing this podcast once every two weeks, bi-weekly, rather than every week, just so that I can make sure that I am, you know, not burning out. Uh, I love doing this, though, and I plan to continue being consistent this year with it. So thank you so much for being here uh, and coming back and listening to this podcast. Today, I want to talk about creating a content calendar. I feel like January is a fantastic month to set some goals for your content creation, your influencer business, and to create a content calendar so that you can reach those goals. And I have already done that this year, but it is not too late for you to do this. And I wanna share with you all of my tips and all of my tricks on how to do this. I've been making content calendars for over a dozen years now. I cannot believe that this year is going to mark 15 years since I wrote my first blog post on the DIYMommy.com. And I definitely attribute a lot of my success in this industry to being diligent with creating a content calendar. So what the heck is a content calendar? I like to think of it as my secret weapon for staying organized and on top of my game when it comes to content creation. So it's essentially just a schedule for upcoming content that you're sharing to your blog or your YouTube channel and or your social media accounts like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, etc. In this calendar, you can jot down when and where your content is gonna be shared. You can include upcoming blog post titles or maybe just the themes 
of those posts. You can include long form video ideas, short form video ideas for TikTok and Instagram, status update ideas, photo ideas, promotional ideas, and all of that kind of thing. Do you need to stick to your content calendar? I think this is completely up to you, but I find that as a creative person, I do allow myself to deviate from the content calendar. I use it as more of a guideline so that if I want to create something different, I allow myself to do it. I give myself that creative freedom. Why? First, after even all of the research that I put into making my calendar, sometimes honestly my best project ideas, my best content ideas are the ones that wake me up in the middle of the night or those ones that I think about and I can't fall asleep. If you are a creative, you might know exactly what I'm talking about. I get so excited about them that I'm going to want to do them the next day, film them, share them. I have that inspiration and that energy. So I just allow myself to be able to have those moments. Secondly, it can be fun and rewarding to follow social media trends and then create your own completely unique variation of the trends on your accounts. If there's a topic or a video style that's really trendy, it might get you a lot of views. So it might be a good idea to jump on some of the trending audio on TikTok, for example, or maybe some of the trending video styles that you see, and then just share your completely unique spin in a timely manner. All right, so if I'm allowing myself creative freedom, why should I make a content calendar? Random creative inspiration and trends can strike at any time, but this isn't always the case. And I have definitely experienced creative dry times in my 15 years almost of doing this. A well-planned content calendar will help you work on content even if you don't feel inspired. You want to stay consistent and I will talk about this in a few minutes. You'll know the topics that you've put on your calendar are going to work because you've researched them. They fall within your field of expertise and what your audience knows and loves. I fall back on my calendar every single week and I work through the pieces that I know will do well on all of my channels. How far in advance you make your calendar is totally up to you. For me personally, I like to make one for each quarter of the year. That seems to work best for me and then I do that about a month in advance of that quarter. So for example, I made this year's 2024's January to March quarter one calendar at the beginning of December. There's still a few holes in it, but it's mostly there. But again, don't worry if you haven't worked on your content calendar, maybe you didn't even know about them yet, or you know, you're just getting into setting your goals and intentions for the year, it is not too late to do your content calendar for this month. All right, so now that you know what it is, where should you publish your calendar? I think this is totally personal preference as well. It kind of depends on your learning style, uh, where you keep your current important information, your business stuff. I'm a huge fan of keeping a content calendar digital so that you can easily change things as the mood strikes. Moving things around from one day to another, adding in ideas, deleting things. It's really easy when you have everything on something like Google Calendar. I'm old school, I like good old Google Calendar for this, but there are also apps like Trello and CoSchedule. Check those out, just Google them. And those are great for content calendar creation. You could add members to your team this way if eventually you wanna get a VA. And these ones can link right up to your social accounts too for scheduling. All right, so now for the good part, how the heck do you find topic ideas for your DIY decor content calendar or whatever type of blog or uh, YouTube channel 
you want to create. So I have a few ways that I research topics for mine, essentially three main ways. And the first one and the most important one for me is past content. Now, if you're a newer creator, you might not have much past content, but start putting stuff out there, even short form videos. I talked about this in a previous episode. That's how I would start my content creation business this year is short form videos on probably TikTok and Instagram, throw some of those out and see what does well. And that can already be the past content that you use for future content creation ideas. So I look at the pieces I've shared over the last year or so, maybe two years that have done well. These are the blog posts, the social shares, the YouTube videos that have received the highest amount of views, engagement, likes, and shares. And I will firstly use these as jumping off points to create related content in my new content calendar. So for example, all of my Ikea hacks did really well last year and the year prior. So I know to add more Ikea related content to my content calendar this year. The second way that I research topics for my calendar is using what's called Rank IQ. It's an AI tool that tells you what keywords are gonna work well on your blog. And I also use this for videos too. And you can put in your category, so whether it's you know DIY or decor, recipes, whatever it is, and Rank IQ is gonna give you some keywords to write about that are gonna rank well for you, whether you're a new blogger, an old blogger, or anything in between. And then you can add those to your content calendar. This tool has grown my search traffic to my blog exponentially since I started using it early last year. So check it out. I will link it in the show notes uh, in this episode. It is a paid subscription, but for what I've gotten from it, it to me is worth it. The third way that I find content for my calendar is by just checking out the latest trends. So I use resources like Google Trends, Pinterest predicts, and I also perform routine searches on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. I've created a list of general keywords that I write about. So essentially general topics I write about, and then I use those keywords when I perform searches. So some examples of the very general keywords I have on my list for my DIY decor blog and channels, the DIY mommy are ideas, home decor, and organizing. So as you can see, those are very general terms. And then I just use these words as search terms and see what pops up on those resources. So for example, if I'm currently searching the term DIY in Google Trends, so I did this earlier today, and I see what's been popular this past week in Canada. So you can add in the search term, you can add in where I'm choosing Canada, and then you can add in the time frame. So I'm choosing seven days. Here are the popular trends using the term DIY. DIY Valentine's cards, DIY sourdough starter, DIY birthday card, and Ikea Collax. And there's a few other ones, but those ones popped out the most to me because all of these terms I think would work really well with my current content offerings. So I might add post ideas based off of these to my content calendar. And in Google Trends, you can not only search by keyword and location, but you can specify a time range and see how keywords have done over time. And I like to use this feature to help me see when, when I should start posting seasonal content like Christmas decorating ideas, outdoor DIYs, etc. And spoiler, it's usually earlier than you think. 
All right, so now that you know where to find things to add to your content calendar, how often should you schedule content to post? Now, there are a lot of schools of, of thought around the frequency of posts on YouTube, blog, social, etc. But in my opinion, what matters more than frequency is consistency. My advice is to think about the frequency you can commit to for at least a year and schedule your content with that in mind. I've seen so many times excited influencers start their journey by posting on their channels daily, but then maybe they realize that this frequency is not sustainable for them. It's a lot of work. And then they might burn out a little bit and ghost their audience, which is unfair to the people that are kind of counting on you for inspiration. My minimum recommendation for posting frequency would be one YouTube video a week, one blog post a week, and about three social posts on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok a week. Now don't get scared. You don't have to do all of these at once, but it does help to have multiple eggs in multiple baskets. I will link in at the show notes, uh, one of my older podcasts sharing all of the different ways that I make income as an influencer. And it is nice to have all of those different things going on in case one disappears or decreases. If you are just starting out as a DIY decor influencer, you may want to consider starting with a vertical short form video. That's what is taking off this year. And that's what might help create your audience. I have a podcast about that as well, and I will link it down in those show notes. I also recommend repurposing content across your platforms. You don't need to make something brand spanking new for each platform. This saves you so much time and effort. So for example, you can create a long form YouTube video, cut it up into a few vertical short videos for social, and then you can also create a blog post from that video. If you want to learn more about repurposing content and how I do it, let me know in the comments of the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram and I would be happy to do a dedicated blog post and podcast episode about that. It has helped me so much over the past several years. So usually what I do is I publish content first on the platforms that I know will make me the most money just for practical reasons, uh, because I know that I can make ad revenue off of those places. So YouTube and the blog, and then I'll edit that content and roll it out later in the week or in the month, even in different formats. So short form video, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. If you wanna see an example of what a content calendar for a DIY decor influencer might look like, I did put one up in the show notes and my blog. So check that out or just head on over to the sixfigurecreator.com slash podcast and you will find a visual example of one. I don't want you to take this one as gospel though. It's just kind of an inspiration for you. You wanna create a calendar that's unique to your own capabilities and interests. You might not wanna start off with video, which I have in this example. I have a YouTube video every Saturday with a blog post. You might just want to start off with blog posts and photo posts only. You need to do something that really works with you and what you are excited about. So definitely check that out and let me know what you think. So now it is time for you to start creating your own content calendar. I hope these basic tips on creating one have helped you and have inspired you for this new year. I definitely encourage you to give it a try. It's really, really helpful for your content creation business. 
Perhaps you can start with creating a calendar for just one month only, and then you can expand it to cover more future months when you're ready. So have fun doing that. If you do one and you want to share it with me, I would love to see send me a DM on Instagram or an email. I'll link some contact options down in those show notes. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. And I will talk to you all again in a couple of weeks.